Blog Talk Radio. Hey, this is Dan Marino. Hi, this is Larry Zonka. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins. This is Mark Super Duper. I'm John Offerdahl. This is Paul Warfield. Hi, this is Nick Bonacani. This is Jake Scott. Gary Premian. Dick Anderson. Larry Little. Mercury Morris. Tom Vigorito. This is Don Strzok. Don Nottingham. Hey, this is A.J. Dewey. Otto Stowe. Mike Colon. It's Dr. Sam from the 1972 undefeated Miami Dolphins. This is Marlon the Magician Briscoe. This is Mark Ingram. I'm Jim Crash Jensen. This is Don Shula. It's the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Join us now as we talk Dolphins football or call in live with your questions or comments. And now, here's your host, Pat Catello. Okay, good evening, everybody. Welcome to another edition of the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. I'm your host, Pat Catello. I will be joined alongside Rich Van Zandt shortly, as uh, we have a very big show for you today. A lot of stuff has went on in the last week, and uh, as you know, uh, we talked last week about this uh, past Sunday being a huge barometer in the Miami Dolphins season, and it certainly was. In fact, it was probably uh, more telling than we could even imagine in, in a lot of different ways, which we, of course, are going to get into uh, in-depthly. Uh, Miami Dolphins' uh, road trip out to California does not end well. The record drops to 8-4 and four as they lose to the San Francisco 49ers 33-17. And uh, I guess that's just part of the story. Um, I'm going to go through the stat line. I go through the stat line every week, as you guys know, and, and one thing I will say is uh, pay attention to these stats because these stats are very telling of how the game went. I mean, if you if you really look at uh, all these numbers, it really does kind of give a good depiction of how the game went, in my opinion, anyway. So Tua goes 18 for 33, 295 yards. He throws two touchdowns, but he also throws two interceptions. And, of course, those uh, interceptions, or at least the first one breaks his long string of not throwing an interception. Um, so that that's a big change there. Uh, of note, Skylar Thompson did come in uh, for uh, their last offensive drive, and he threw one pass and one interception. So um, there's that. Uh, Raheem Mosert was uh, your leading rusher, but only seven for 30 yards. Jeff Wilson, one carry for three yards. And passing-wise, Tyreek Hill was your leading receiver. Nine for 146 and a touchdown. Sherfield one for 75 and a touchdown. And that's the first play of the game, as everybody knows. So this game started out uh, like a cannonball and uh, just kind of stalled from there. Uh, River Craycraft, I'll mention him because he did get in the game a lot more as far as two for 29. Um, so he, he became part of that receiving core a little bit more than he has been. But uh, Waddle won for nine and basically uh, is hurt, got hurt in the game. Um, so that kind of tells that part of it. And and Xavier Howard gets his first interception, so he, he's uh, off the board as far as that goes. He does get an interception in the game. Um, and uh, that was on a fourth down, I believe. Now, other side of the ball, very telling. Brock Purdy... 25 for 37, 210 yards, two touchdowns, one interception. Why Brock Purdy? Because he replaced Jimmy Garoppolo, who went two for four for 56 yards. Hurt his foot, and he's out for the year. So Brock Purdy comes in the game and uh, uh, looks very uh, competent. I'll put it to you that way. Um, Rushing-wise, Christian McCaffrey, uh, 17 for 66. Jordan Mason right behind him, 8 for 51. Receiving-wise, Christian McCaffrey, uh, 8 for 80 and one touchdown. So a very solid day for him. Uh, Debu Samuel, 6 for 58. Brandon Ayuk, 5 for 46 right behind him. And of note, I'll mention Robbie Gold because he was 4 for 4 on the day, field goal-wise, and uh, they were all very important. Um, just an all-around 
solid game by the San Francisco 49ers. About as balanced as you can be. Bosa completely dominates on defense, three sacks. Um, that line showed a lot of pressure uh, uh, for sure, um, which was one of the factors going into this that we were looking for. So um, that's basically, in a nutshell, how this all went down. Um, and, uh, you know, uh, there's so many areas of concern um, that have popped up, but I think there's also a lot of things that you've seen in this game um, that, you know, uh, kind of make you question, you know, some some things as well. Um, so without further ado, um, Rich, you know, uh, I, I guess uh, we, we talked about the barometer, which we, we did get a lot of answers. Um, I should of note say that uh, uh, – Moments ago, uh, Dolphins just flexed in again now. So they're going to play two primetime games. They're playing Buffalo on Saturday night now, the week after the San Diego game. So I just want to mention that uh, at the top. Um, so we got – because you know how great what, we that, are on uh, – That's New Year's Day, right? So it'll be New Year's no, no, no. Now instead of New Year's Day? No, we're, no. We're, we're, we're no, Buffalo is uh, the week after the San Diego Charger game. Oh, okay. December. Okay. So That's it was Sunday the 18th. I know we were playing so Christmas Day and I thought New Year's Day, too. Yeah, but this has nothing to do with that. This is uh, the, the, okay, the Buffalo I, game. I, for some reason, I thought we were the second. Oh, that's the, uh, no, the second. I thought you said you were good, Spider. I thought you said you were good, Spider. No, you know what I'm saying? I thought New England was the second to last week. Are you done? Are you done? No. Yes, I got gotcha. you. Oh, come on. Come on, Rich. Really? I'll tell you the schedule in a minute. I'm just saying the Dolphins got flexed into Saturday night. They got flexed in. They were playing Buffalo on Sunday the 18th. Now we're playing them on Saturday the 17th, right after the Charger game. Gotcha. Okay. All right? And then and we have, the, you know, the last game of the year is the Jets. That's yeah, the last that. game in the year on January eighth, and, and and New Year's Day is New England before that. Right. That's if that's what you're you're, that's you're thinking of those two, but yeah, but so, so that that's that's where we're at with these two things now, um, and so you know obviously the Dolphins sputtering right now two prime time games, one much harder than the other, but both certainly you know are going to be a test, right? Um, you know, traveling and. You know, Buffalo is going to be real well, interesting, but the San Diego game is you know not going to be you know it's not going to change the weather or anything. But that you know that Patriot game could be horrible at night. You know, weather wise, I'm not the Patriot. Well, how about the Buffalo games. game, Rich? Yeah, I've said that. How about said the, the Buffalo, Buffalo game? Horrible. Yeah, yeah, I know. That's what I meant to say. The Buffalo. Oh, game. yeah. You know, yeah, that, that, that's for sure. Oh, that's for sure. Difference. You know? You know? Listen, we we talked about the the low in the schedule, you know, last week and how it was going to, you know, really change. Well, it's changed in a huge way because now all of a sudden yeah. you already lost the Frisco game. You're at the Chargers, which means you're going 3,000 miles again, and then you got Buffalo in a, you know, real bad weather pattern, you know, the following week on a primetime game, right? And then you got yep. you know New England and Jets after Green Bay, so you know it, it, it's, this one's gonna you're gonna have to earn every step of the way on this one for sure. There's no oh, doubt Mark. about it. Did you hear about Austin and, Jackson? Yeah, we, we, I'll let you. you go, we'll go ahead. You brought it up, so go ahead. Yeah, he's you know he's on IR again, and he's eligible to come off week 17. You know, but there's no guarantee he could. So they signed Which, up. You, they signed up. Somebody on the waiver wire that was on the yeah. last year, the yeah, we, the, um, yeah, Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, Eric Fisher, yeah, signed Eric Fisher today. So, um, you know, who I think was a first round pick at some he point, was, right? Yeah. He blew his Achilles out a year and a half ago. I mean, really you know how that goes? I just, yeah, yeah. So I, I don't know, um, but you know, listen, on that mark, you know, yesterday uh, it was brought up watching the game with Austin Jackson. And it's a fair point. Austin Jackson's been out more than he's in, and it almost seems like when he was in, it, it kind of changed things around a lot. Um, so, And it didn't kind of work out. So I, I wish Austin Jackson was healthy. Don't get me wrong. I'm just saying I think the Dolphins have gotten used to playing without him. 
And I think that, you know, obviously Armstead is 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 a well, huge factor. Um, and I think that, yeah, you know, they're going to have to just face there. I think it hurts more, though. You know what I'm saying? Like him by himself is okay. But when you get both starting tackles out, that's a problem. And I think you saw well, that. Yeah, I mean, I don't consider Jackson a tackle. I don't think he's good there. I don't like him there. I think he's a much better guard, but unfortunately, circumstances didn't allow that. But I think Armstead is the concern. I think we got to get him healthy and in there. I think he's one of the better. I think he's one of the best linemen in football. I do. Oh, he's really healthy. Is. I think yeah, he's. There's no yeah, question. Um, and I think that you know it's looking good. Better than we had thought. Much better. I mean, he actually made the trip, and he was out there in warm-ups and stuff, you know, uh, not not warming up, but with the team um, as they sure. warmed up. And I think and I think that that's a good sign, and, I, you know, I anticipate him uh, back sooner than we might have thought. And, you know, and let, let's hope that Fisher can fill in there. And don't get me wrong, I, I, I would love to see Austin Jackson healthy. He's not. He's hurt again. My point is just that they've kind of learned to play without him on that line, and they've had a lot of success playing without him. And I think that they're just going to have to have that mindset and continue continue to go go through there so um you know we'll see how that goes rich i said going out to frisco was going to be a huge gauge on what this team is and there was a lot of question marks that we had and to be quite honest with you every one of those question marks in one way or another was answered and a lot of the answers we got back are were not great um, and so, you know, uh, I mean, we'll we'll go through them, but I think it's a big wake up call for this team, in a lot of different ways. Um, you know, the, the 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 first thing that I was concerned with um, was their defensive line. I mean, they have an excellent defense. They just they have an excellent defense. So that was going to be somewhat of a test. And the defensive line is one of the better ones, if not the best in football right now. And uh, you know, I think they 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 did what they needed to do, but in the second half of that game, they took over. Yeah, and they took over quickly too, if you think about it. You know, which <laughs> is, is got away from us so quick. Yeah, so quick. Which, which to be honest with you, is is, is kind of like um, a, a, a sign of a Super Bowl team. Like that's what really good teams do. That's how they run. They kind of do that, and they do that late, right? Um, it's just frustrating. You know, you know, we knocked, knocked Jimmy out of the game early, the first quarter, really. And, you know, they bring in a seventh-round draft pick that never played before, and we make them look like Bart Starr. <laughs> well, it's, there's it's two ways to look. Case. Yeah, you know what I was thinking about this today? <laughs> and you, you're here to hear first, and, and I'm just throwing it out there. And I'm saying it's going to happen. A lot, everybody's counting the Niners out already. Could you imagine the storyline if Mister Irrelevant winds up quarterback in a Super Bowl team to uh, a, a team to a Super oh, Bowl win? Could, could you just imagine that? That would be the every year. It seems like there's a new story that. Pop, I mean, that would be you couldn't make that up if you if you tried. No. no. I was thinking about that today. He was, really, he was lucky he made the team. Yeah, I know. You think about it. You know, it's like you know they had two quarterbacks going in. You know, and you know Garoppolo was the was the uh, was the throwaway that they decided to keep late. <laughs> and then Trey Lance now, breaks his ankle. Yeah, and Lance then, is know, now Garoppolo out for the year. Playing well, now he's out for the year. And then here comes you know Mr. Relevant, but again, it was against us, so you really can't take it to heart. Well, I understand what you're saying, but, you know, we're a better team than you give us credit for. I mean, there's a lot of teams you could say no, that. Better, but our, our defense can really make the, the average look fantastic. And, uh, certainly in the history, I know what you're talking about. We, we've we done that many, many times. We did it this year. Yep. Zach Wilson had yep. his best game all year against us. So, yeah, there's certainly a lot to be said there. I will say this, though. Out of every team – out of every team in the league, I think the 49ers are the most balanced and equipped to handle something like this. I was thinking yeah, about it. I went through all the teams. Well, listen, they're not going to have a hard time in their division. 
I mean, you know, they really don't have much to worry about. I mean, you know, unless it's like a total collapse, they're probably still going to win the division. Right. You know, so they have yeah. that going for it. They really don't have a fight there. You know, it's an off year. But my, hard. I mean, they're so I mean, balanced, they though. Seattle, Seattle's a game behind them, but I, I think they can still beat Seattle. So do I. I. I just think when you when you see, I mean, their defense is is all cylinders, right? Their offense with McCafferty now, you got a running game, a passing game, a very good offensive line, um, a very smart head coach, an unbelievable play call. I mean, everything lines up yeah. for them to at least stabilize the ship better than anybody else I can think of in the league. I mean, I you well, know I every other team. We we made them look a lot better than they are yesterday. I mean, you know, Tua was so inaccurate yesterday overthrowing people. You know, we still had a chance to, you know, to take the lead at the end of the game. You know, it always seems like we never can go over the hump when we're coming from behind in the fourth. You know, with that, you know, when it's that one-score game, we always seem to shoot ourselves in the foot there. Well, the – um, year. You know, yeah, I mean, we're a good team, though. I mean, and offensively, I think one of the positive things that we saw, which was answered, is how explosive our offense is, right? I mean, they can score on the drop of a dime. But we know that, and in some ways I think that can hurt you more than it helps you because, you know, if you take that part out, you could sometimes struggle a lot. But you saw that with the opening play with Sherfield, and you saw that with Tyree Kill when they came back and hit that long touchdown to him. So they can do that in a heartbeat. Um, going, uh, you know, chance to take the lead, yeah, I guess. You were down by six, and you had the ball. Um, you know, but uh, was there ever a true threat of that? No. I mean, we argued whether or not you wanted them to kick a 53, I think, yard field goal um, no, to put me. them down by three. Oh, you wanted to go. Yeah, right, right. You wanted to go for it. Uh, right. We, we, the other side of Clendame wanted to, to, to kick the 53 to get within three. Um, but, you know, so, yeah, you had chances. But, um, you know, I'll be certainly never like a, me, a big threat to, to take the lead in that game, you know. And then from oh, there we on. Had the chance, we, had the chance, we had the chance yeah. to do it late. And, you know, we got two catches overturned on the same drive, which. Yeah. I've, but they were both drops, though. But they were both drops. They were drops. Yeah. And, I yeah, I, yeah, they could have gone it either wasn't, way. I've seen the, that same play on both of those called the other way, too. You know, I've seen that, you know, they don't even know what it catches. You know, the way this stupid rule is about the bobbling and everything else. You know, to me, with the Gasecki thing, you know, I know he's only got one hand on it. He's got it against his chest. But when your knee is down and you have possession, you get touched. What it wasn't on his chest, though. It was on his back shoulder. I, I don't, it wasn't on his chest, though. It was on his back shoulder. And then it hit the ground. Yeah, I, I to me, you. that's not close. Well, why I, I didn't think that was close. I didn't think that was close to me. The Sherfield one, uh, I, you know, I, again, I seen, I seen the ball with his chest with two, two hands loose. I, I don't know. Neither one of them seemed like we got robbed on a call. I'll put it to you that way. But, I'm just you saying, know, I don't it, like the rule, period. I think the, the rule is ridiculous, you know. Yeah. I don't like the rule either. I don't like the rule either. And I understand what you're saying with that Patriot game last week. But I don't think the rule really had anything to do with these two well, he, plays. It's like he didn't lose the ball until he was out of bounds. He, he never had the ball. He never had well, he the had ball. It, it was on his shoulder. He did too. He didn't. It was on his shoulder. It was on his no shoulder, and the cornerback was holding it there, and he had one hand eventually that touched the ball. He never really had possession of that ball, Rich. Yeah, but he it, never it, really but did. But, but according to that rule, though, if it doesn't pop out out of bounds, that's a catch. It, if he didn't pop out out of bounds, you know, it would have been that he would have then taken that ball and 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 had possession of it. You know what I'm saying? So he couldn't do that. That's why it hit the ground because he never really had it. Is my point. So for it not to hit the ground, he would have had well, to have it at one point. My, my point about it is, though, if you have it against your body, okay, he had it with one hand against his body, where you agree with this? 
He's in Not necessarily, because, no, 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 that's one of the problems I have. That's one of the problems I have. You're saying one hand against his body. It was actually on his back shoulder. So he, he, it's not really on his body. It's there because the corner is holding it there, and he then puts one hand on it, is my point. If it was on his chest, I see your point. But it wasn't. It was on his shoulder with the other guy holding it there in place. So that's my problem with it. Yeah, if he has I it on his, in his chest and he's holding it with one hand, yeah, I got you. That's possession. And then I could see your argument okay. if it then eventually comes down out. And he has the ball. Like, like I said, why does it, the out-of-bounds thing still mean anything? That's my point. I just think it's ridiculous. Yeah, right. And, and I think that that's a problem, too. I don't like that rule. If you make the catch, you know, I don't like the follow-through nonsense like with all the these things. Thing like, who cares if you bobble it as long as you catch it? Who cares about the right. movement and that thing? Right. I, but all I'm saying, you know, yeah, I, I agree. I'm with you. I'm on board with you. I just don't think these two particular catches ha- had that. No, no, but I'm saying they were both called catches on the field, though, right? And I don't think there was enough to overturn both of them. That's my point. Hmm. Okay. Fair enough. All right. Know, quick break. It yeah, has quick. to be a little bit more than that. And you know damn well. That if it was Tom Brady throwing the ball, the two completions. Come on, you're doing this now. We're going to Brady on that. That's Come true. on, you don't well, reach They have crap. their favorites. They do. They, they have different rules for different players. All right, I know they do, but I, I just don't think that, that I don't think you had to go to the Brady way with this. Back I'm just this. saying that that's why it would have been that way. You know it as well Thank as I you. do. Thank you. We'll watch tonight as he plays Monday night, and you could bitch for three hours on that too. Second and nine and throwing sideline, and he has the record. Irving Flyer on the catch. Dan Marino has now thrown for more yards than anyone else in the history of the National Football League. Hey, this is Dan Marino. You're listening to the Pacatella Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello. Sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975 while playing for the Miami Dolphins. He recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello.
All right, welcome back, Miami Dolphins Legends Show. Got Pacatello, Rich Van Zandt coming at you. We'll bring you up to that Monday night football game, which is the uh, Saints traveling to Tom Brady and the Bucks. And uh, just a reminder, you can uh, catch us right on iTunes, get our shows delivered right to your phone. So uh, you can hear me and Rich bicker for an hour without having to uh, search for it. And uh, you can also uh, send us any questions, comments, PacateloShowYahoo.com. So, Rich, is it okay that I just say the lead up to the Monday night game, or did you want me to go through the entire Monday night schedule when I say that? No, you know what I need right now? <laughs> just one more thing that's bothering me. Yeah, he got in today, I know. Um, You know what? I don't know if I agree with you as much as this as I did with Harold Baines. And the reason why I say that, Fred McGriff is a sniff away from 500 home runs. A sniff. And I think he could have had that. I mean, much more than any of these other guys that are going in. He's literally a sniff away from it. In an era that was steroided, and he was not a steroid guy. So I don't know. Like I, I think that you got to give him a little bit more, uh, you know, than some of these other guys that have been walking in there that we're just shaking our heads with. Um, you know, I've always thought Fred McGriff was kind of like, you know, right there. And if he came back for another year, he probably would have been able to do it. Um, so that, well, that's all I'll say with that. He yeah. came back for a few months at the beginning of the season couldn't hit the ball. They yeah. really so, I think he came up with Tampa Bay or something like that, you know? Well, he was on Tampa, right? He was, he was on Tampa. Yeah, and then, he uh, yeah. somewhere else, I think. You know? Yeah, and I think you're right. All, all I can tell you, there's, he, he was unanimous in that, in that, uh, in that voting. Come on. Mattingly. He was unanimous. Now, now Mattingly got yeah, much more of uh, – he, uh, he got a pretty good push this year, right? He was a little short, yeah, but he, he got, got real close, right? He doesn't vote again for five years or something. Oh, that, so, really? So, so uh, yeah. 2025 or, or five more years? Yeah, they can't, they, these guys can't be considered again until 2025. So three more years. years. Yeah. yeah. And and what is this, the Veterans Committee? Yeah, but it's like all players on it now. It's like Greg Vanek so, had a vote. It's like Chipper Jones just, like refused himself because he had something to do. But it's like it's guys that – it's all Hall of Famers voting on this or something. So is this uh, – uh, so is there still a regular veterans committee on top of this? Or did they take I over? I don't know. I think maybe – I think this is the modern-day player kind of thing. And I think if you were like – like how Gil Hodges got in last year, that's a different vote with Marvin Miller and everything, like when those guys got in. So this committee doesn't convene again for three more years. And I think like next year it goes back to the older – or whatever, you know? Okay. Uh, it's crazy. All right. And that's not the regular 10 years you would know you have after you retire. Right. And so are these guys eligible for next year to come on that other committee or whenever, or is, are they strictly no, on this panel? No, can't get voted on for three more years. No, that's it. Even if there's other guys that come up on the other veterans committee? Yeah. No, this is this, No, they're not eligible for that. Okay. These are the modern day guys or something, and there's like a older people that's the regular, you know. Interesting. Okay. Interesting point. All right. You have anything else that you want to get off your chest uh, that maybe no, we can go out of it? No, I'm not going to go to any other sport, I promise. <laughs> that is <aggravating>. Okay. <laughs> Uh, all right. Um, one thing I want to say, as we were on this, uh, one of the other big stories today is Baker Mayfield was released by the Panthers, and there's a lot of talk with San Francisco whether or not they should pick him up. Um, Richard Sherman came out extremely outspoken against it. Um, Baker Mayfield, obviously, he's not a well liked guy within the thing. You could tell that. Um, people seem to really, really have strong. Pretty quickly, you know, didn't they give up a lot for him too? I thought they didn't give up a lot, right? I thought that he was floating around, nobody wanted him, and then at the 11th hour, he finally found the team there. But you you think that they did give yeah, up maybe, a lot yeah, to get that? Maybe it was only like a fifth-round pick or something. I think it was something. Yeah, crazy, I don't think right? they gave yeah, up that much for him. Right. Um, because they let him go which, easy. Yeah. Well, it didn't work out there. I think that's fair to say. But I think it's also fair to say that they're one of the worst teams in football. So, um, you know, I'm not putting it all on him, but it certainly didn't work out well for Baker there. What is your opinion on that? He 
he would be he would be like the perfect Jimmy Garoppolo replacement. Why do you say that though? He's he's not as much of a pocket passer as Garoppolo. Obviously, he's shorter and doesn't seem to have the same kind of New Englandy um, uh, mindset that Garoppolo has. I don't really see those two very similar. Why do you think he would be such a great fit there? I don't know. They just place. I mean, look, he's not as good as Garoppolo at this point of his career. He's different too, though. He play it similar, you know. Yeah, that, that's what I mean. I don't see the similarities there. No, I don't really see that. I don't. No, that's what I'm saying. What do you see? I don't really see them very similar. If I had to pick guys that were like similar to Baker's game, uh, Garoppolo wouldn't even come close to that to me. Anyway, I think he's a very different pocket type passer. They remind me of each other the way they play. I don't know. Really? Um, yeah. And uh, you know, I, I guess there's not I mean, many moves. Late for this. It may be too late for this now. To bring in a quarterback, week, you know, have you ever seen it work this late? You bring in somebody that wasn't on the work team? Work or, or happened? I mean, um, this is pretty late. I, no, yeah, it's. I don't think it can work at this point. I think it's too late. I think it could work, but I think it would have to be. Uh, you're going to laugh at me. You know who I would bring in? You're going to think I'm crazy because I know yeah, you can't sure. stand them. I was. I would try to make a move for Matt Ryan. <laughs> I know they signed him to a two. Uh, you can't. Trade I know they. What do you mean? Can't make a trade now. The, the only reason they got they could get Baker is because he got released. Yeah, so you see, he would pass the trade deadline, so he would have to be released. Which, which I think they would love to do, though. I think they would love to do that because obviously that that's. That's a real weird situation in India, and I think they signed him to two years. Yeah, they did. They, they did. <laughs> he looked I don't think they're he really excited awesome. about the second year of that. After last night's game, I don't think anybody's going to sign Matt Ryan. No, but I think, you know, Shanahan – yeah, but it's Shanahan. And Shanahan, I know, would, yeah. you know, would really love yeah. – you know, he could – Matt Ryan knows his offense better than Matt – and he knows it. I mean, it would be I an ideal you. solution yeah. for the problem if – but, yeah, that's not good. That'll be like collusion and everything. Yeah, that would never happen at this point, you know. So, what do you think they should do? I mean, they, they're going to get somebody. They got to get somebody. They have to bring in somebody. I mean, it, there's definitely not a better player out there than Baker. I mean, you know what I mean? It's just a question of do you think he can fit with your team at this point? I mean, I don't think he can learn the offense to be effective this late in the year. No. How veteran-like do you go? I don't know who else is out there. Philip Philip Rivers phone ring. Not a whole lot out there, dude. You know, no. I mean, Philip Rivers gonna does that phone ring yet? <laughs> Jeff George. <laughs> yeah, Jeff George. <laughs> right. Crazy. Um, what do we know about Waddle? I haven't heard a thing. It, it, just that is, you know, was his leg again from from last week. We That's found out today. We found out today that Tua. It was his knee, um, but that he will be expected to be okay to start Sandy. Uh, I heard the charge one. He said it was his knee. I heard the sec first report. I heard ankle, and then I heard knee. But um, I didn't hear knee. I heard I heard ankle. Okay. He they don't think it's even going to be an issue. Yeah. It was the last so, play uh, of the game, right? He was yeah. In, right? Yeah. Well, it was the last play of his game. He came out after that, and they put they they changed him. Yeah, the the his last series before he came out. Yeah, right. He was kind of like pleased that he got hit late, right? Yeah, exactly. Well, he he bent into a pretzel again, which is another thing that really worries me. I I don't like these hits; they're so unorthodox. I mean, this is two weeks in a row, and this time he took two of them in the same game. But uh, yeah, I mean, the guy is getting bent around like a pretzel. It's just it's it's an ugly look. I don't like it at all, you know? Um, so, yeah, I mean, um, one of the things, you know, also concerns me is the Dolphin offense seems to be uh, not a one-trick pony type of thing, but a kind of thing that, um, you know, is, is becoming a little bit more exposed in the sense that, you know, I said to you two weeks ago, they keep utilizing that middle the way they are. And I don't like it because there's it's dangerous. It's dangerous for players. And I'll be Hill and Waddle uh, both got shaken up 
again in this game, yeah. uh, going across the middle. Hill took a major shot, and if you're not on the money accuracy, it's very dangerous for interceptions and stuff like that, which we saw. Well, I really think they have to start using Gasecki across those, those patterns. You know, if you're going to use the middle of the field, use your big guy. Use your guy with the best hands across the middle. You know, I think he really he's on the outs for some reason. I don't get it. I understand the blocking thing, but come on. Stop with the blocking yeah. tight end stuff. You know, I hate that. Nah, that's ridiculous. That is ridiculous. Well, we can't run um, the lick anyway. So if he can't block, is it going to make any difference? I know. Well, he's he's had a lot. I mean, they've had a lot of success over the middle, though. So it's not like they're using the wrong guys over there. And and believe you me, Gasecki over the middle enough times is not going to end well either. So you know, I, well, I'm you, just you saying. Just it, yeah, I'd rather have taken hits. That's my. Problem. Yeah, I don't want. <laughs> I wouldn't want to lose. You know, receivers in that sense either. But um, you know, I just think that there's a lot of bad that can happen over there, which they've kind of been, um, yeah. you know, really taking advantage of the last few weeks. But it, it, it kind of exposed it a little bit to me. Um, certainly, you know, one of the most powerful offenses in football. Um, but you know, if I'm watching them now for 12 weeks and figuring out how to stop them, I guess my point is I'm I'm beginning to see a little bit more. Uh, of of the ways to do that. You know, you know what's aggravating too. It's like right. Wilson is supposed to be this great pass catcher out of the backfield, right? You know, running back. And it seems like every time we get a pass play out of the backfield, it's in goal. <laughs> Why? Yeah. And he dropped like I think three out of four yesterday. Like like you got two guys that are supposed to be these great pass catchers running backs, and you're throwing to the fullback. It doesn't make any sense. I think the answer to that is that he happens to be in there on those short yardage situations, and therefore that's why the pass is going to him. It's just because he's got to be in there. He's in the for, block, you know, and then he, well, the he one obviously time, yeah, the one time he, he ran right by the guy that killed Tua to go out yeah. to a pass pattern, and Tua got hit before he turned around. I mean, everybody's been asking me for a day and a half what's going on with two. Why is he so inaccurate? Um, you know, you say, ask me why, why is he so. I mean, honestly, I just think he had an off game. I mean, it happens. Yeah, like, it. we've seen days where Brady, Brady you know, is, is, I mean, I, 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 is he pressured? Yeah, but nothing, uh, you know, extraordinary. Uh, is the big game getting. No, I don't think so. Guys play playing. Well, I, mean, I don't think it was weird about that yesterday. It's like I never saw a quarterback. I mean, we've seen plenty of quarterbacks that were off. But he was off the same way the whole game. He was off high every, every pass, which I've never seen that before. The only thing, honestly, the only thing that would alarm me with that statement would lead me to believe that there was an injury of some sort that was affecting his technique. That would be the only thing that would scare me with that. You're not planting your foot properly. You're having a pain somewhere else that's preventing you, uh, you know, from throwing in the proper position and it's sailing a little bit. That would be the only thing that would concern me on that, and I have not heard anything about that. Uh, And he started out that way and finish that way. So maybe he just didn't make the adjustment, but it wasn't like something that happened during the game. It just, he was like that out of the gate. And, uh, you know, um, it kind of just had one of those games. And I I just think that that just happens sometimes. And sometimes when it's sailing, um, you know, I don't know, maybe you just, you just had a hard time compensating to get it down or, or whatnot. I don't know. I mean, obviously we're going to have to see how he plays the next few weeks to see if, if, you know, if his inaccuracy is still a problem. I don't think it will be. I just think he just had one of those games where, you know, uh, it just ball was just sailing on him a little bit. I mean, yeah. maybe, you know, I'm hoping that's what it is. You know, it is what it is. Um, the One thing I will say, one of the better teams – in, in in the National Football League, for sure. So the Dolphins, you know, they they got tested amongst the best. 
Yes, they did not have their starting quarterback, so you can factor that in as many times as you want. And, you know, and of course, we won't know what that basically meant. Um, the kid did a good job coming in. And, yeah, I mean, you, you know, obviously if Garoppolo was in there, you know, how much more would they have beaten us, Is I guess is the question. But, you know, that that's about the most well-rounded team you're going to play. Um, you know, that's not in your division. I mean, Buffalo you're familiar with, certainly. So, you know, the, the teams in the AFC, you know, you know what you're kind of getting there. Um, but, uh, you know, the AFC has uh, – has really kind of changed a little bit now, shown its face, and uh, Cincinnati Bengals now have come all the way back and uh, made a stand. So we're going to take a quick break, and we're going to look around the league because now the AFC is, uh, is a lot different than it was three weeks ago. When the autumn mist is drawing near and you hear the whistle sound and the crowd cheer, you'll know it's that special time once again for head-to-head combat and first and ten. So follow those that are in the know and listen to Pat and Rich and the Legends Show. All episodes of the Pat Catello Show available now on iTunes. Hi, I'm Zach Thomas of the Miami Dolphins, and you're listening to the Pat Catello Show. You're listening to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with Pat Catello, sponsored by Don Nottingham Associates Insurance. Don Nottingham formed Don Nottingham Associates Insurance in 1975. While playing for the Miami Dolphins, he recognized the need to prepare for life after football. For all your insurance needs, call 352-307-6736 or visit online at donnottinghamins.com. Now, back to the Miami Dolphins Legend Show with your host, Pat Cotello. midnight trying to get my courage up there was this long lovely dancer in a little club downtown love to watch her do her stuff oh. through the long All right, welcome back. Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Pack of Teletransant coming at you. Bring you to the home stretch here, and we'll take you up to that Monday night football game as we talked about. Um, and as I said, Rich, uh, the AFC, not a good week for the Dolphins. We know that. But this thing just nah. changed a lot in a, in a heartbeat. We could have been the first seed. Yeah, it went from the number one seed all the way down to the five seed. Buffalo now takes the lead in the division. They go to nine and three. And uh, the Dolphins now, um, you know, go to eight and four. But I think a bigger story is when you look around the league now, uh, the Cincinnati Bengals, probably the biggest story in the AFC. They have completely turned this thing around. They beat the Chiefs again on the rematch from the championship game last year and all the talk that went into that. Uh, they wind up beating them uh, and, and take their record to eight and four as well now. Um, you had a big injury with Lamar uh, Jackson. Uh, I don't know how 
may I don't know the whole situation with that of how long he might be out. I know Harbaugh had said that it's you know it's a it's weeks, not not season. But I don't know. Haven't gotten a recent report on that. But that's going to change things. Uh, um, certainly, you know, when it comes down to uh, that with the Bengals soaring right now, that really opens up. Who's your back? Um, uh, it was um, the guy. Remember, we were talking about that yesterday. It, it was the guy that they were talking about with us because they were actually going to pull uh, Lamar Jackson in the game that we played. If you remember correctly, we were getting blown out, and so they said that uh, you know that at what point do you pull um, Lamar Jackson <laughs> to you know. This is to, to put him in there, um, which was, you know, kind of ridiculous. But uh, and then we had to come back. Uh, 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 Hunley or something. Huntley or something like that. Yeah, like I think that. that's. Yeah, yeah. yeah, I think that's something like that. So, um, uh, yeah, and and uh, you know, so I guess that's what they're going with. Though. I think it's Huntley or something like that. Huntley. Um, but that's the only reason I know that is because they were actually going to bring him in uh, against us, and then we and then Tua lit it up six touchdowns and a record-breaking yeah. game to come back. But um, yeah, and now the Chiefs, who you thought were the number one, you know, they go to nine and three, uh, and tied, you know, for, for the top spot with Buffalo. Um, so the Dolphins, you know, really kind of put themselves. Uh, back a few spaces here, but that's not the most important thing. The most important thing is, as we talked about, you have a real tough schedule coming up here and some real tough games. So uh, this thing could get out of hand, and it could get out of hand in a hurry if you don't really. Um, oh, there's no you question. Know, you got to take care of your own division. You, you really got to win the three games in your division here, you know, to get if you want to have any chance to get back into this division title, you know, to walk here. That's the so only if way. You win, if you win the three games in your division, Rich, you will win the AFC East. You could put that you you could put that in stone. If you win the three games in your division, the Dolphins will be the AFC East champions and they have a shot to be the top dog if they do. But that's a huge if you got two of those games on the road. No, I'm One, just saying, like, it's, 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 there's five games left, right? Yeah. If they go three and two, you know, and it, Buffalo has I, to lose two more, right? Yes, but if you if you beat Buffalo again, you'd obviously have that tiebreaker on them, so they'd need another game. Obviously, and if you're you good enough to do that. Yeah, you have to be tied with them or, you know, obviously a game ahead of them. So, yeah, you have that advantage, but. You know, you have to hope that they lose. You know, you know. Remember, they got nine already. You know, to get yeah, they got nine. Already. I'm telling you right now, if the Dolphins yeah. beat the Buffalo Bills again, the New England Patriots at New England on on New Year's Day, and the Jets, the final game of the season, I'm telling you right now, the Dolphins are the AFC East champions for 2022. But that's a big if, I my friend. So. Listen, listen. You know. The Buffalo game is going to be the barometer. I mean, two teams were better than. If we play our game, we could beat them. That's not a problem. San Diego is going to be a tough game this week. It's going to, you know, yeah. they're fighting. It's going to be a tough game. And going out there now is going to really say a lot because when you go out there, I mean, after this game you just had out there, you're going basically yeah. out there again. And are you going to be able to rebound from this? I mean, you're gonna, you know, you got you got to try to get back to the form of four and zero, which was before this. You know, you're a better team than the yeah. Chargers, but you, you no, know, you can't really but, you know, have a layoff here. We don't match up. I don't think we match up well against them. Is the other Bosa uh, hurt, or is he gonna have another three sacks against us? This Bosa family is gonna have nine sacks. Yeah, you know, you've put these bosses down so much that they're going to tackle us all the way out of the NFL. It's insane. Every time yeah. these guys show up, they're good ball players when they're healthy. There's no disputing that. They're real good. And uh, you, what's the other one play? He's he's a lineman too. Same thing, defensive end. Yeah. 
defensive end. So, yeah, comes with the territory. But um, very impressive. There's just no doubt about it. Um, you know, the Dolphins are going to have to – you know, they're going to have to basically play football like they're capable of playing, which, you know, they should be able to do. Um, I don't know what this Waddle injury is, and hopefully it's just a nagging thing, and, you know, we'll get that uh, back on track. Um, Sherfield has certainly come into his own, so really like what you see out of him. Um, but that's never been the problem, right? I mean, this often <laughs> receiving core is is real good. It's, you know, arguably the best in football. Um, but the running game, which we've talked about, um, I mean, that was Mozart, Mozart's time to, you know, revenge game, right? You, you would think yeah, that he, he would. Lot, uh, he yeah. really talked a lot going into this, and they were mocking him out at the end of the game, his old teammates. Yeah, they really were. So I know. He had a lot to say about it, and uh, – yeah, they were they were really no, coming down hard you talk on him. Like that, you're going to a place that's ragey. You got to show up. You know? Yeah. He, he he talked him. Didn't walk the walk. That's for sure. I mean, they, he talked him. He embarrassed himself. Yeah. Now, Rich, we talked about who would have the advantage with McDaniel going back to play Shanahan. Obviously, the the master and his apprentice, right? Um, and uh, what did you see from that? I mean, because uh, it certainly looked like Shanahan um, it, it certainly had the or did, did much better against our defensive schemes for sure. The one, well, you know, just to play it to McCafferty on that. What was really messed up was, you know, we got off to, you know, one play, 75-yard touchdown, you know, they're looking we're going to roll. And we really got stale after that, you know. It just – it didn't really capitalize. Like, I, I thought we'd have a really great day, you know, on offense. We really went to a funk after that one play. Yeah. They did make so, some adjustments. And, I, like I said, I think the biggest part is that is they took over the second half of that game with their defensive yeah. line. They took it over at that point. Um, yeah, and, but, again, uh, and we're being inaccurate, too. I think that's the two things. I mean, we've had – It sold some drives early. I mean, when he – when he was like throwing the ball high, those guys were open all the time. Yeah, early on, those were a lot of them were early though. Yeah, a lot of them sure. were early. Was, Second half, not as much. Not as much. There was there some. Was a few like that. There was a few. He bounced but the ball I, to Waddle on a, a third down play. He bounced the ball to Waddle. Waddle was open. Yeah. You know, he there was Waddle on another one. Yeah, uh, but it just seemed like there the plays that the 49ers offense did, I mean, there was that one play where uh, you could see they were salivating and as the Dolphins uh, put that um, uh, front seven up and they were waiting for that and, and Shanahan dumped off to the side and that was a field day. Remember that play? Yeah. I mean, uh, yep. it, it just seems like they kind of outsmarted our defensive coordinator all day. It really did. And, and not to belabor the point, but – you know, um, they should have they should have had some kind of a better scheme for McCafferty out of the backfield because our linebacking crew is, is 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 mediocre if not subpar at best. And and to think that our linebacker was going to cover him all day was ridiculous. So they probably should have put Rowe in some kind of scheme uh, uh, on that to at least you know slow that down a little bit because um, he he just really seemed to have a field day. He did take his shots, though. I mean, i got to be honest. I've seen him take three or four big head shots in that game. But, um, yeah. you know, he kept trucking along, and, uh, you know, he does take a lot of hits. Not the biggest guy in the world. but It is, it is what it is. It's really not – I don't know if it's the linebacker scheme. I just don't think our linebackers are that good. You know, Well, that's like, my point. No, that's yeah, my point. Yeah, like, you know yeah, you're playing right. McCaffrey going in there, right? Right. So, like, yeah, you so know your linebackers are not going to be able to cover him out of the backfield. Yeah. It almost reminded me of the last time we played the San Francisco 49ers in Palo Alto. But it was very similar. If the linebacker's not covering the running back, you have to put the linebacker on somebody else, like a tight end or maybe the uh, a different receiver, right? Well, you could you go know, into a different kind of package. You, you could go into yeah. more of a nickel package where yeah. I think you take a linebacker or you, you bring up a guy like Eric Rowe. Um, who I think would have been a perfect fit to kind of jump in there. I mean, I, I say that jokingly, but it, it was very reminiscent of Super Bowl nineteen. 
I felt like I was watching Jay Brophy and, uh, you know, and our linebackers chasing Roger Craig across the field. I mean, you know, uh, you, sh- you knew that going in is my point. You really should have had some kind of a plan to execute a little bit better than that. Because I think if it was a bigger game, it might have even been more, uh, you know, yeah. exploited. So that's another thing to keep in mind. A lot of these teams that we play don't necessarily have those kind of players. There's not a lot of them in the NFL. There's not a tremendous amount of of running backs like McCaffrey that can, you know, catch passes out of the, you know, it's almost like a Thurman Thomas kind of thing. The guy can can run the ball. Well, he will probably line it up on the receiver a lot of times, too. Yep, yep. I mean, there's not many guys that can do that. I mean, there's a few of them, but not a lot. And, you know, he's Thurman Thomas-like, right? And you know how much success we've had against that. So, um, you know, you you, you got to kind of take... I just, don't, I, just don't think, I just don't think our defense is that good. It, just, it, is, it just is. You can sugarcoat yeah, it well, a lot, but it's, it's just not that good. No, it's it's, it's not. I mean, they, they're certainly... I mean, it's okay, but they, they've certainly shown that, you know, they're, they're not great. So, you know, you kind of have to have better plans against some of these things, you know? I mean, you, you, you talked about Oliver Dottie for a decade. It's the same kind of thing. Yeah, it is what it is, but you gotta got to have some kind of a better, you know, game plan, I think, to make up for that because no matter how many times, you know, you, you do this, you, you know, you, you, you play these teams, uh, you know, in big games, I mean, it, it, it's just going to result in the same kind of thing. You're going to see Jerome Baker running, you know, Back and forth, you know. You're going to see uh, Landon Roberts. I mean, it's it's the speed in the linebacker crew um, is not really there, and, and Chubb is is more up. So they kind of bring those guys up as linemen. You know, there's a lot of speed there. I mean, with Chubb, certainly Phillips is one of the faster guys in the NFL. And you know what? Um, we don't tackle well. Well, we certainly didn't yesterday. Nobody really gets anybody down on the first hit. It's always got to be like, you know, a gang tackle. And it's like, they always seem to get five and six more yards all the time. It's like, it's like we have a, like the human pinball machine going on. Nobody wraps anybody up. Yeah, I don't know if that was any more evident than yesterday. I mean, that was just ridiculous. Yeah. seemed like everybody had grease all over them. Uh, and there were six guys, and the guy gets out of it. Yep. It was really, really predominant yesterday. Yeah. And, you know. That's not, you know, that that's not going to get better. And you know, it didn't cost us yesterday, but our special teams have been horrible too. We can't tackle on that either. Our coverage is yeah. awful. We, we give up way too many yards after the ball. You know, on special teams, really bad. True. And the one thing that has been better is Sanders has been kicking a little bit better field goal wise. But yeah, exactly. uh, again, they didn't necessarily. They didn't necessarily use him. We were, we were ready to bring it yeah. down to Stenero. Right, but they still didn't use him in that, that spot, you know, which if you had a yeah. real top-notch kicker. You know, let me ask you a question. If Justin Tucker is your kicker, are you kicking the field goal there? Probably not because, like, one more score, like, you're still, you know, even if you cut the three, they score again another touchdown, you're kind of done. you got to have to kind of go for the lead there, you know. I, I kind a, of agree with what It was yeah. 53, you know. Yeah, yeah I understand if you have just talked you do it. But I don't trust our defense not, you know, to get the ball back. That's the problem. It's not just the missed field goals. I, I just don't trust our defense to stop a team when you have to. Defense certainly has, uh, you know, not given you confidence to do so. But, Very disappointing um, with that. Very disappointing. Yeah. For sure. And like we said, uh, you know, it's going to be very interesting to see. Uh, so San Diego Chargers Sunday night, and we will see you next Monday, and we will recap it, and we'll see how much of what we said comes to fruition. Thanks for joining us, everybody. We'll see you next week on the Miami Dolphins Legend Show. Took a look down a westbound road Right away I made my choice 
Headed out to my big two-wheeler. I was tired of my own boy. Took a beat on the northern plains and just roll that power on. Twelve hours out of Mackinac City, stopped in a bar. 